0: This
1: is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. We're starting off with our daily baseball bets, uh, looking at a small but awesome slate today in Mm -hmm. the major leagues and then at 720 taking another look at mlb futures who's going to win the world series who's going to win the cy young and even an interesting race to win the al rookie of the year then at 740 we've got mid-major matt stopping by to give us his baseball plays i'm assuming but you know that guy loves college football so i bet we'll be able to get some college football plays out of him as well Uh, but let's turn our eyes towards the slate today on a Wednesday in the major leagues let's start out in Detroit Tigers and Angels squaring off we've got LA minus 145 favorites here Detroit plus 120 total of eight this is the first game of a double header shohei otani takes the mound for the angels he's eight and five with a three seven one era facing michael lorenzen who used to play for the angels uh now with the tigers was an all-star this year despite a five and six record he has a three four nine era so jinx i've seen some people on the tigers in this game and i think it probably has to do with probably the value here Mm -hmm. just the fact that you're getting big plus money here and also michael lorenzen like i said has been pretty good I don't think I'm that brave though. I don't think I'm brave enough to fade Shohei Otani here but also it's always built into the number mm-hmm. like you're never getting a good price on Otani. That's
0: the thing. I'm on the Tigers. I'm not going to bet on the Tigers but I'm leaning Tigers it you said it what a man what a, I'm so brave. God bless <laughs> I I like what I've seen out of Matt Manning and look he hasn't pitched a lot. He's only pitched eight and two-thirds innings over two starts in Detroit this season. But during that time, one hit, no earned runs, and the Tigers have a slight bullpen advantage. So I will be the guy who goes Tigers money line at plus money here.
1: Well, I think it depends on which game that Matt Manning is pitching. Because let's see if they have...
0: Oh, is it Lorenzen?
1: There's always... There's oh, always Michael some Lorenzen. question marks when All it comes right. to double headers, and this is exactly why I hate betting on double uh, headers because okay. there's always questions. But in the first matchup, it's Ohtani versus Lorenzo. Okay, got And it. I think Manning is probably
0: pitching. That's what I would at. Okay, the second
1: game. Uh, but Michael Lorenzen, like I said, has been pretty good. Uh, I just don't like betting on double headers, like not for that reason, I just because I feel like there's always some wonkiness at, at play, and mm-hmm. it's not something I can put my finger on. But it's just it's a different mindset, I think, for these teams. Uh, so, I think obviously you can go with Otani here. You can look at the strikeout splits and maybe say, okay, Otani's been really killing it this year when it comes to the strikeouts. Uh, the Tigers just out of the top 10 in strikeout percentage over the last month, uh, striking out 24% of the time. So, maybe a strikeout prop. But again, you're never getting any kind of low number mm-hmm. when it comes to Otani. So, this is not a game that I really want to play. Uh, maybe the over is worth a look if you think that Otani isn't as is dominant as you think he will be, and plus eight's a pretty, pretty low total, I think, for these teams. I'll tell you what, the Tigers have confounded me this year. It's a team that I'm kind of scared to fade. Mm-hmm. Like, people put them in the bottom tier of baseball, but I think for me, it's not a team that's on auto-fade for me.
0: No, because then they, they'll they pop up mm-hmm. and win two or three in a row or have a performance you don't expect. They're, they're a. T- I feel like they're a tough team they're a tough to out. handicap. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so I think for me, the Tigers are a stay away. So that game is not really piquing my interest too much. So let's go to the game that Mm -hmm. we will be watching right here in Washington, D.C., as we are hosting a watch party for the Mets and the Nationals over at the bullpen. You got to come join us. They're going to have drink specials, $5 drinks, free bets that they will be handing out. So if you want to bet on this game, maybe you can get a free bet, courtesy of our friends over at BetMGM. That's over at the bullpen, which is right down the street from us, mm-hmm. uh, right down the street from where the Nationals play. So if you're in the area, come join us. We'll be there uh, and we will be watching this game. So, Jenks, mm-hmm. immediately I said to myself, OK, this is the game that we're going to be watching. This is the game that we're like promoting. So I probably need to have a bet on it.
0: I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're hear us in conversation with business icons.
1: And I don't really like it. Uh, But Nats and Mets squaring off today. Washington plus 165. New York minus 200. Mm -hmm. Home favorites. Josiah Gray facing Kodai Singa. Because if it wasn't Singa throwing for the Mets, I think I'd want to take Washington here. But I do have a red hot trend when it comes to the Nationals. This has been one of the best run line teams in all of baseball Mm -hmm. when it comes to playing on the road. And if you're unfamiliar with run line betting, it's when the team gets a run and a half. So if the Nats lose by one, you can still cash your bet. So uh, looking at the trends this year, the Nats, uh, like I said, red hot on the run line this year, especially away from home. 32 and 17 on the run line this year. And conversely, the Mets have been really terrible at covering that run line, especially at home. 17 Mm -hmm. and 28 on the run line. So I think that's probably the play for me is backing the Nationals on the run line here. You can get it at minus 115. I think that's a pretty solid price. But again, if it was anybody other than Kodai Singa, yeah. that makes me a little worried. Because uh, I will say Joe Gray is somebody who, he's a little up and down, but mm-hmm. he is one of their better starters. Yes. So I think I would take the Nats in, in some way.
0: I'm taking the Nats. I cannot be at this happy hour and cheer against the Nats. With Nationals fans... Outside of Nationals Park, I barely even handicapped this game. I thought, I'm watching this game. I am cheering for the Nats. I will say this. Josiah Gray faced the Mets earlier this season. That was back in April. So it was a while back. Pitched six innings of shutout baseball, struck out nine. And that was at City Field. I understand Kodai Singa is a better starter, but Josiah Gray is pretty good. He just doesn't have the best, the best team around him. You never know if he's going to get run support or not. Nationals first five money line. Plus 160, I got to cheer for D.C. tonight.
1: I like that because the sabotage factor in taking the Nationals in any regard is their bullpen. Their bullpen's bad. Uh, They've given up the most home runs of any bullpen in all of baseball, and so that makes me a little nervous to take the full game run line. But I'll say this about the offense. The offense, I think, is way better than people assume when you see the Nationals on paper. Right now they have the eighth best batting average as a team, In the big leagues over the last month. So this is a team that can hit, but the problem is the bullpen can give it away. So I think there is the solution. Yes. You play them in the first five. (laughs) All right, so let's go on to the next game since uh, we have decided that we're going to be on the Nats in some regard, because we're going to that watch party. Uh, Let's go to St. Louis uh, for a divisional matchup between the Cubs and the Cardinals. This game of pick'em, total of nine runs. Justin Steele goes for the Cubbies. He's 10-3. and with a two nine five ERA, Miles Mikolas, uh, going for the cards here, six and five with a four three three ERA. Jenks, we have some pitchers who are in the circle of trust. It feels like Justin Steele, yes. is one of those.
0: This is my, I have one play today. Mm-hmm. This is it. I'm going Cubs first five money line. Yep, minus one twenty. It's a great price, and Justin Steele is absolutely a cut above Miles Mikolas. Listen to this, Miles Mikolas. Got hammered in his last start against.
1: <laughs> makes it sound like he got. He drunk. got
0: hammered. This guy <laughs> went out, chugged some Gilbys, and then went out there, threw a third of an inning, and got hammered. No, against these Cubs, last time out, mm-hmm. he gave up five earned and eleven hits in five innings. That was at Wrigley. But Mikalas even worse at home, an ERA of four point nine five. As for Justin Steele, he's just great no matter where he pitches. Three and one away from home, a two point nine three ERA. And in his last outing against the Cardinals, gave up two runs in six and a third innings, struck out nine. Cubs first five money line all over at minus one twenty.
1: Cubs have been hot too. Yeah, five straight wins for the Chicago Cubs. Uh, the over has also been hot, but I don't think I'm going to play that because you're kind of fading Justin Seal, and I don't really want to do that. Uh, over's hit in eleven of their last fourteen, but I think the better trend is that the Cubs have been playing. Uh, better, I think than people are realizing, so I'll take them at a pick and price when I feel like their pitcher is way more dependable dependable excuse me on a steel horse we ride Yes, let's go cubs first <laughs> five money line all right, let's go to Chicago where the white sox are taking on the guardians we've got Cleveland minus 105 Chicago minus one fifteen total of eight and a half runs. Tanner Bibe goes for Cleveland. He's six and two with a three oh four ERA facing Dylan Cease, who is four and three with a four oh four ERA. All right, so which of these untrustworthy teams do you want to back here? Because the Guardians have a good pitching staff, mm-hmm. but their offense is pedestrian, and that's putting it lightly. Or do you want to take one of the most untrustworthy teams as a club in the White Sox? I hate the White Sox.
0: I know. I'm going under here. I think the under is the right play. Tanner Bobby has given up two runs or less in each of his last five starts. Dylan Cease has started to put it together a little bit. He has allowed more than two runs in only six of his last eight starts. He also faced the Guardians twice this season. Allowed five earned over 12 and a third innings. White Sox hit the under 52% of the time. Guardians hit the under 57% of the time. That is the fourth best rate in all of baseball. I'm going under eight and a half on the south side between two teams that have a hard time hitting and also two pitchers that have been very good lately.
1: Yeah, both these teams have been under teams this mm-hmm. year. Uh, if you look at the overall over under records, Cleveland sitting at 43-56-3, and which means 56 games have hit the under. Uh, for the White Sox, not as stark, but still an under team, 46-51-6. Uh, the only sabotage factor is that the Guardians Have played in some over games uh, recently. The over has actually been the hotter trend. Seven of the last ten, the over has hit. Uh, But still, I think that this is a team, especially with Bybee pitching, uh, where you lean towards the under, especially eight and a half. Are you going to bump this up to nine?
0: I I would if I'm going to bet. I'm only going to play one bet today. I'm on the Cubs' first five. That's my favorite bet. But the Guardians have been hitting the ball. But if I play this, of course, I'd bump it up to nine and hit the under. I just think it, it feels like the right side, and that's where the money's going.
1: Here's a question, and Mm -hmm. I had this question yesterday because both of our plays, we bumped it down from 10 to 9 in a total. Mm -hmm. Don't you feel like that's a huge difference? Like I know people kind of balk and say, okay, you're laying more juice for one extra run. I feel like one run is the difference in so many games.
0: So many. And as someone who generally, and you always say this, you're like, hey, if you're going to lay the juice a lot, which I do, then you need to make a lot of bets. So I think that's one way to mitigate some risk if you can find a good price. Now I don't want to bump it down and then all of a sudden lay a buck eighty. But particularly when you're talking about the games we were talking about yesterday, because the Nats have been an over team recently. We know the Dodgers are as well. But man, that half run, if you can get a decent price, makes all of the difference because I will happily take a push. Do not be afraid to take a push. And I can't tell you, sometimes, yeah, you take an L, but a lot of times It's a winner or you take a push. And I am happy to take a push if it means less losing. Maybe I win a little less, but ultimately you're keeping yourself, I think, in more of a safe space. If you find (laughs) the safe space, if you find the right number, then I think you have a better chance
1: that or you go for the plus money. Like, I don't see the purpose of playing like the half runs like somebody can correct me, you know, if I'm wrong, but say it's at nine or nine and a half and you can either take you know, the over nine for minus 50, 155 or over 10 for like plus 105. Yeah. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the Beck QL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.